You're listening to the Mind Your Own Dog Business Podcast. I'm your host, leading expert in dog business strategist, Kristen Lee. Guys, get ready for your journey, your journey to cutting edge marketing and sales, creating a standout kick-ass dog business brand, along with mastering your mindset that's going to smash all this glass ceilings that have been holding you back and catapult your dog business to the next level with actionable steps you can take right away. We're going to empower you. We're going to grow you as you step into your authentic self, not only as a dog trainer, dog walker, or whatever slice of the pet industry you find yourself in, but as that badass entrepreneur. My mission is to disrupt the current norm, cut through the noise, cut through the bullshit, and empower the incredible women of the dog business industry to step into the spotlight, reclaim control, and transform not only their businesses, but their lives. It's real, it's raw, it's uncensored, and it's what this dog business industry needs. Let's do this, guys. All right, everybody, welcome to today's episode of Getting Your Shit Together When It Comes to Dog Training Programs. <sighs> Ashley and I have so much to say on this one because. Literally, y'all need to get your fucking shit together when it comes to dog training programs. And Ashley has been the forefront of working with all of our dog business school students, uh, especially like when you first sign up. Nine times out of 10, you are going to have a Ashley ESA. Ashley is like our emotional uh, support assistant <laughs> when it comes to program design uh, because it can seem super overwhelming, super overcomplicated, especially when you're coming from the traditional methods. Ashley, I have a question. Can I, can I ask yeah. you a question? Being a dog, you're being a dog trainer. Can I ask you a question? Go for it. Why are so many dog trainers still stuck in the traditional models that are just like keeping them so tied to clients and their emotionals and just keeping them over at capacity, even if they do board and trains, like why, why is that? Because we don't know that there's something else to do. This is, this is tradition. This is how it's been run for I don't know how long dog training has been around, but this has been the standard for years and years and years. We don't know that there's anything else out there. Yeah. Yeah. And what happens, Ashley, when a new student, so you can give an example of when a new student comes into dog school and we're like, hey, go ahead and start getting your fusion programs going. What usually happens? A meltdown. (laughs) (laughs) Chernobyl, Uh, a strong objection (laughs) (laughs) and why is that Ashley because it's different and unknown okay okay well so let's let's before we get into fusion programs and here's the thing if you've been listening to the mind your own dog business podcast or any length of fucking time we've talked about fusion programs and you've might have made some 
updates to your own programs that you think you're doing fusion programs, but you're actually not <laughs> because like, what? yeah. Cause like when people come to us and they're like, yeah, you know, we've been doing the fusion programs since we listened to this episode of you and Maggie, or like that webinar you guys had back in 2019 or on fusion programs or anything like that. Like you think you're doing them, but you're really not. And that's okay. That is okay. You know, we're here to get the information and we're here to kind of break it down and get your shit together when it comes to programs today. But I want to talk a little bit about why we need to get everybody, especially in the industry that's been here for a few years, or even if you're new, refocused and looking at like fusion programs versus the traditional models. So let's talk about that, Ashley. Let's talk about the traditional models for a little bit. Yeah. So we have, we've got like the classic, uh, I think everybody does kind of group classes. That's, that seems to be the biggest one, um, which is usually like what, uh, maybe four to 12 weeks. You meet every week for your group class. Um, and that's it. And then we have, we have our board and trains, which are usually between two to four weeks. Um, and that's, that's cool. You do your dog, your, your job and then send the dog home. And maybe you have unlimited, uh, follow-ups after that. Maybe you don't, but that's just is what it is. Um, and then we have the private coaching where usually you meet once a week for a package of so many lessons, usually what <sighs> six to eight lessons. Um, and then that's it. Yeah. Or you do everything (laughs) (laughs) and you have all of these things at once. Plus Um, more, plus plus you have the day training. Day training. (laughs) Well, yeah, I forgot. We've got other options. Yeah. You got the day training where, which is like the, the combo of board and train and private training. The dog stays at the parent's house, but you come out and you do maybe an hour or so of training and then you move along to the next dog and come back the next day. Um, Oh yeah. What other options do we got? And well, then, well, then you have the offset options that usually mean you need a different model of where you start to be like your clients really like you and they still want to spend money with you. So you start giving them like rally obedience lessons and what else do they do? Agility lessons Agility, and barn yeah. hunts and all that fucking sniff fun work. stuff. Yeah, sniff work. yeah. Yeah. Barn hunt, uh, sniff, uh, sniff work and what else? Dock Adventure diving. walks adventure walks, adventure walks. And which is not necessarily a bad model. And listen, I'm not here. We're both not here to shit on what you're doing. We're only here to be like, listen, you can do all the cool fucking things with your dog owners because they want to keep you paying and they want to keep paying you, but there's a better way to do it. And there's a more profitable and sustainable way to do it because you got to get your shit together. Uh, like you got to get your shit together with this type of stuff. So I think Ashley, one of the biggest things is with these traditional models, what we find as the industry leaders here at dog biz school is the biggest thing is there's too much focus on keeping clients like rotating through the door with that. Right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So we, the, I've, everybody that I've ever learned from, except for grassroots. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I'm hearing it. Not now, but you know, when, when it was told to me, um, the whole idea is, yeah, we, we do a lot of marketing. We do a lot of sales. We get dogs in, we get them out. And then we repeat that process a million times. It's just filtering dogs in and out, in and out. But that leaves you in the space of having to do so much work to bring in new dogs to keep you full. Yeah. It's a lot of work. And here's the thing too. And Emily did something in jumpstart 
back in January, 2023, because we did a whole new brand new jumpstart, which is fucking awesome. Um, if you want more information, just let us know. But it was like one of those things of where consistently having to bring in new clients through your door is more expensive. It's always going to be more expensive. And the thing about that too, is it's like, it's so much harder. Now, listen, marketing is not really necessarily hard. Sales are hard, like whatever. But when you consistently have to compete with other dog trainers and vying for attention for new dog owners, like 24 fucking seven, it's like ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. But when you break that mold of like, okay, cool, let's look at how we can actually kind of flip the traditional model on its head, how we can start to look at fusion programs. The beautiful thing about that is Ashley and Ashley and I were even talking yesterday. It's like, cool. She's like, I, cause we check in with Ashley and I was like, Ashley, how's, how's May going for you? Or how'd May go? And you're like, yeah, it's cool. You know, I didn't need to do any ads or, you know, any like average yeah. marketing. And I was like, oh, sweet. And you're like, yeah. Cause like a whole bunch of my clients re-signed up back with me. Yeah. Which is like so cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. And another, like in these clients are coming in from like, they're already spending their time and money with you with these longer term programs. And the beautiful thing too, is it's like, you get to do the cool shit. Like it's so like, yeah. okay. That it's absolutely a, go go on because I no, want no, to no, no, no. no go. I want you to take off with this one because you do yeah, the cool shit with so, your clients. So it's it's being able to do the cool shit with your clients. So like when I was in the the previous model, yeah, I'd get I get the job done. Um, good as as good as the client wanted it to be. Um, you know, like we always have super super high standards for ourselves, and nothing is ever good enough. Um, but you know, why you get the job done good enough for the client. Um, but with this, they're, they're not finished. They know they're not finished. They're having a great time with you. And now we're like able, since they want to sign up with you again, we're now able to like fine tune and do some like crazy, awesome stuff that they wouldn't have been able to do if we just did a short program because there, there's just not enough time to do that. Um, so even, I think it's even super cool that, um, the position that I'm in with my clients, yeah, because they are they are moving along much further. Um, now this is putting me in a position to learn new things to keep up with my clients, and that's I think that's really exciting because I'm a nerd and I like learning new things. Yeah, as most dog trainers are, right? Y'all are like yeah. behavior nerds and education nerds and learning new things. Yeah, so so I'm able to to do cooler things with my students and and have the time to learn new things for my students uh, because they're sticking with me longer. Yeah, we can go yep. into scent work because their dog is is ready to do that, or we can go into agility or whatever, um, or even even just really fine tuning the basics. The basics are never over. We can always do this a million times and make it better. And yeah. that, that's fun for me because I'm a dressage trainer. <laughs> <For> <laughs> we like going in circles. <laughs> yes, you do love to go in circles. Oh God, dressage people. Um, <laughs> there's so many dressage riders that are fucking dog trainers. Jamie Vika is one of them too. I really, again, yeah, she, she was one of them. I am not a dressage rider because I do not like going in circles. I'm more of a, uh, I used to do like three day eventing. So that shows yeah. you where my brain is at. <laughs> I'll do some basic entry level dressage, but I am a cross country show jumper, yeah. hunter, a hunter jumper person, but no, kind of going back to that, 
is I think what happens with a lot of these traditional models that a lot of our listeners here on the podcast are so used to, and this is the thing that like annoys me, right? So it's like, you can, you can say you have all these cool programs, but if you're still packaging it up as packages or whatever, you're still doing the same fucking traditional shit, right? So it's like, we get so hyper fucking focused on problem solving. And like, I get it. You have to problem solve with dog's behavior and trainer training and stuff like that. But I think a lot of the burnt out and resentment when it comes to like working with your dog owners in that aspect is like consistently always being in problem solving mode. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's, and as a coach too, like I do a lot of problem solving, but I know my level of genius is not based in the value I bring of like solving people's emergencies consistently 24 seven and dog owners too. Like if you are stuck in the prop in the system of like, you have a dog owner and your behavior mod class, your behavior modification shit or program or package or lessons, whatever. And if they're blowing up your fucking phone, that shit keeps you fucking like just stuck in the, like the shit sastic cycle. It's so why we need to get your shit together. And here's yeah, the thing. Yeah, go, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say you're, you're constantly putting out fires and you're not, yes, you are training the dog and you're getting results, but, uh, it's not fun for either of you. (laughs) No. Well, what happens is the traditional models are big titty suckers. Like, I'm going to say that, like you always consistently have dog owners at your nipples. (laughs) It's your nipples get chapped and raw and it's, (laughs) it's, It's because with the traditional models, with group, even with board and trains too, there's an over-reliance and and like a comfortability level on so much is based on the fucking time, like your time spent with people. Absolutely. Yeah. You feel like, I think a lot of us feel like if we are not offering a lot of in-person time um, with those one-on-one lessons or whatever, we're we're not going to be able to get the job done. Yeah. And you over deliver it every uh, Yeah, absolutely. Over deliver. And the clients don't get to learn to rely on themselves, which is what we want in the end, right? They have to yeah. live with the dog 24 seven. Yep. And what happens? You start to get people that are, you start to you hear people in the industry like, well, clients aren't doing the work. Fuck clients. You're horrible. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're well, setting them to, up to fail. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We, ha- we have to set them up to be self-reliant and, and to be able to do this for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just crazy. Cause like, you know, I- I'm not shitting on anything, but I always am shitting on everything. It's like, <laughs> you, you know, the previous generation of dog trainers and the one that's upcoming is it's just, it's, it just sets people, it sets the dog trainers up to fail with their, And like, now when I say up to fail, you can st- listen, you can still have a profitable, healthy business, which is bringing in whatever fucking amount of money you want. And like, you can still have that if like you have the traditional mm-hmm. model, like I get that. Right. But when we think about that model and the way the world's going and the way we're, it just, it just, it, it doesn't make fucking sense to me anymore. And like now, like when, the panini happened. I don't say the P word because I don't want to be censored. Right. (laughs) Like it was this big push to get everything online. Right. And that didn't work out well. Like if you had that happen, how's that working out well for you? Like you have your $20 membership or whatever. Oh, also, also, oh my God, we got to talk about that. Let's talk about that really quickly. Memberships. 
<laughs> I know my last, like one of my last podcasts was on memberships. Dude, I checked my podcast ratings after that membership. I got like, I got one star bombed because of memberships. I think I pissed off some people that were teaching yeah. memberships. <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't work. <laughs> and, yeah. and before, before I even came to grassroots, I had, I had the vision of a fusion mm-hmm. program without knowing what it was or that it was an actual thing. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to figure this out on my own and I'm like running the numbers for myself. And I'm like, if you're charging a $25 membership, you need like a fuck ton of people to pay your uh-huh. bill. How, how are they doing this? <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Well, again, it goes back to like, it's the hobbyist on the back end, right? And it's not necessarily always the hobbyist, like some people with really good intentions and their heart and like, they know they're fucking tired and they cannot keep doing this like cycle over and over. They think memberships, the answers and listen, people are going to sell you whatever you you want to hear from them. Right. So it's like, if I'm sitting here saying, listen, y'all, because I, words are really, really powerful, especially coming from industry leaders and people you look up to, like, it's super easy to tell you all to go do a membership. But when we look at the brass taxes of it, and we look at the information that's out there and we look at the numbers, good old Mr. Calculator, like it, it doesn't make sense. Right. And again, it falls back into that too much focus of having new fucking clients. It's like, Jesus Christ already. It's like have a fusion program where you can cycle through clients. Right. And now here's the thing too, Ashley, and I want to make this really clear with the fusion programs. It's like not everyone that goes through your fusion program is going to be like the best client ever. Like it, there's still yeah. shitty people out there. Right. Yes. But it protects you. You're like, yes, I'm having that experience right now. <laughs> I fixed it. Everything's fine. <laughs> oh, you did good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Yeah. Isn't it funny that like, we can go off topic for a second. Like the people that you have like red flags on and like reservations and they end up buying your lowest program always end up being the most pain in the ass fucking clients in the world. Every single time. Statistically, it's on paper. I have proof. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why y'all need high-end fusion programs. That's why we need to get your shit together when it comes to programs. Okay. So let's talk about those fusion programs, Ashley. Yeah. So so where where do you want me to go with that? (laughs) I mean... We can't give all the goodies away for free. We can show the titties, but we can't let people touch the titties of the fusion program. So <laughs> what, do, so let's talk about let, what's a high overview. Like if you were explaining to somebody that's like, oh my God, my life needs to change. I need to get my shit together. I need to get a fusion program. What's a high level overview of a fusion program, explaining it to somebody like they're five. Okay. So a fusion program a fusion program gives you multiple ways of teaching your clients um, and and getting the training in. Um, so it's not it's kind of a fusion, <laughs> <laughs> really obvious of of the things we're already doing, but we package them in a way that that actually makes sense uh, for for running your business, for managing your time. Um, and it allows the clients to get information like literally 24/7 that doesn't mm-hmm. rely on you personally to be sharing that information 24/7. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does. Everybody? <laughs> I, you probably confused everybody. So probably the first thing everybody's thinking about is like, oh, it's online course. It's not well, just <laughs> online course. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's the thing with the few. Okay. So let me kind of back up fusion programs a little bit about what they are. And I'm going to toot our own horn really quickly. So fusion programs is a blended style of learning um, and education that was developed for the people in mind and also for the dogs in mind. Um, it's trademarked, it's IP by us. And it's so fucking powerful and effective that Princeton University actually did a case study on us. Um, if you go back to like one of our videos, like back in 2020 um, on our Facebook page, well, we have the whole recording with Seth, who's the, who is the director of distance learning education, because he came to us after going through one himself with one of our clients. He's like, who the hell taught you this? Cause I've been trying to teach this to my professors <laughs> for mm-hmm. like years and years and years and years. And you guys effectively laid it out. So they did a huge case study on us and it's Princeton university backed and approved, but it's one of those things of where we look at the traditional dog training model. Right. And I'm going to go compare them both right now. So like you said, you have the board and train, and then you have a fusion program board and train. It's not this or that, if that makes sense. So like what the traditional board and train model is the dog comes in for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever. And they might have lifetime support lessons. They usually have a go home lesson and maybe you do updates via Google drive. Maybe you do updates via email or whatever else. Right. And the dog comes back, dog owner is happy. They did their private session. And then you kind of wipe your hands clean of that. Right. Fusion program. And that usually like that usually lasts, like I said, two to four weeks, maybe a little bit longer, depending if they're going to use your access or use the access to your lessons, right? A fusion program in a board and train setting is the dog does come in for a board and train for a designated amount of time, but it also allows for the client to do, to be learning and being educated in tandem with the dog. It also protects your time as the dog trainer with the client's emotional uh, emotion emotions with it. Right. So mm-hmm. like, for example, you have a dog in for a board and train, and we all know that there's those clients that are like, I need to see proof of life 24 seven. How's be, how's fluffy McButterpants doing 24 seven, right? How's she doing? It, it, it creates a filler in that. So the owner's not up your butt 24 seven, but the owner's also getting prepared for the dog coming home. And they, the transfer of knowledge is a lot easier. What it yeah. also Yep. The transfer of knowledge, right? Cause that's where that gap happens where you try to fill in with some private sessions or whatever else. And then you're like, why is the dog owner not learning? Yeah. Um, so, and it's a little bit longer, right? So like the dog just doesn't, your program isn't just the board and train with the lessons. It extends out a tiny bit too. Right. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah um, it kind of, it, it takes, it takes the place of those like a lot of people I see offer those unlimited sessions after the board and train, which mm-hmm. nobody, I, I know for a fact, not a lot of people come back after that because yeah. they're calling, calling me and I'm always asking, Hey, I, I heard you, you did go through a training program. Why aren't you going back to them? Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're not using it, but the, the fusion program builds in that, uh, extra time at the end so that you can, you can focus on the client and teaching them, but it also focuses up front on teaching the client. So you don't have to spend a ton of time afterwards trying to get the the person caught up to the dog. And then by the time you're actually done this fusion program, the dog and the human are on the same page. They're doing what they need to be doing. And you don't need to give those unlimited lessons afterwards because the job is done. 
Correct. Yeah. And it's the same thing as if you do, if you don't have the capacity to do a board and train, like it's the same thing with you do have, you have to do more of a private lesson style program. You can still do, you know, still do a fusion program with private lessons and things like that. What I think is really cool about the fusion program too. And what I I love about it, and I think it's been really powerful, especially with reactive dog owners, because my husband does reactive dog training himself. It -hmm. also creates a sense of community with your dog. Yes. The, the community has been really, really huge for me, like massively huge. I freaking mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's not just me, uh, cheering everybody on, keeping everybody motivated. The whole, the whole school is supporting each other and that's pretty magical. And, and I did find, um, just recently, actually, <laughs> uh, talk, talking amongst my students, um, I actually, my students are really good at getting compliance from the other students. So it's not just me trying to get my students to do their homework. The other students are helping. So they can say, hey, look, this is what we did and it worked. Do it. Um, And then they do it because it's not me telling them to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things of where it's not the mommy daddy. It's like, no, like, look, they're getting results and they're, it's, it's a community aspect built into it and it keeps others accountable as well. And it's like, they will call out bullshit if they see another dog owner doing something stupid or not doing the work or whatever else. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking cool. I mean, fusion programs are fucking just, it's one, I wish I had this, the little cycle of it. So it's like experiential education that goes with Mm -hmm. it. There is the core offer, which is the board and train, the private sessions, the day trains, which we do not recommend by the way. Um, And then there's the, you know, the other educational aspect of it, like the e-distance learning. Um, It's not just this or that, right? And the beauty, and this is something that a lot of uh, dog school students like start to kind of like panic and meltdown on is the beautiful thing about it is you can trust in your fusion program. Like if you break your arm, like we had a client that like fractured her arm and need like 20 pins and like, she could not handle dogs. Like she was fucking fucked up for months. Her fusion program, she allowed to trust it and her clients still got results in. Yeah. I I actually had, I had one lady who did not do any of her private sessions. I don't know why they were available to her, but she, she didn't do any of them um, except for the very last one. And the very last one, she had proved to me that she had like, holy crap. She was, she turned out to be a really good dog trainer. (laughs) Right. She never met me in person. She only used the, the virtual aspects of it, whether that's, that's talking amongst the group or using the the online course to supplement the information Mm -hmm. or, or I have a, I have a virtual group class. Um, that's all she ever came to and never, never did a private session with me. And her dog is so well-trained. Like I was like, holy crap. (laughs) Yeah. You did a better job than I could have. (laughs) Well, it's the whole thing of like, when we overly rely like on the in-person stuff, right. Clients don't necessarily do the work 24 seven. You know what I mean? Like if you just have private sessions or group classes, you know what it's like to get there. And then you just say you like, for example, I'm trying to think of like, I don't want to use wrong dog trainer terminology. Like you have your first session, right? You have your first intake session and you go Mm -hmm. over like the environmental changes, things like that. And maybe you start to implement like place, right. Or relax on a mat. 
And you know, your next year in your dog trainer mind, you're, you have the next thing you want to like start to accomplish with that dog. Right. Yeah. And you get there, the dog owner hasn't done the work. And then the whole hour that you're there is them asking you questions after questions, after questions, and you've gotten, you haven't gone any further than the first lesson. Yes. And you just keep repeating that as they don't do their homework. Right. And what does that lead to? <laughs> Hating clients, which is right. not what you want to do. <laughs> no, you want to love the clients. You want to yeah. love on them. You want right? to have fun with them. You want to have, you want to feel good about working with them. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's, it's not going to feel good when you hate them. <laughs> no, it's, it's like, why are you going to hate client? Why are you going to hate the clients and blame it? Like when you could just update your models with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then the cool thing about it too, is you don't have to, cons- and like, if you're struggling as a dog trainer to bring in new leads and you have like a million fucking offers, when you have three solid offers with your fusion program, that's all you need. You don't need to do a B C and D and like nickel and dime your clients for fucking bullshit. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like you see this all the time. It's like, if you look at like the standard dog training facility, right? Like mm-hmm. Betsy, Betsy used to go to like an enrichment camp and they actually closed down, which is insane because they had, mm. they had, well, it, they're, they're fine. They're, they didn't go out of business. They just like wrapped up and they had too many locations or whatever. And it was really interesting because they didn't have a blended methodology learning. And she literally just went for enrichment puppy camp, but the other things to like, add, like it was nickeled and dimed, like the other things to add on to it. And it's like, yeah. hmm, maybe if they had a six month program, I would have first and foremost, I would have fucking signed up, gave her all my fucking money in the world versus nickeling and diming for all the little things. And I see this with a lot of facilities, like a lot of boarding facilities, like you can come in for boarding and maybe you can do like day training with them for like $20 a day. And then you can do this and you can do that and you can do this. And it's like every little thing's added on with a fusion program. You don't have to nickel and dime your clients. You still get to do the cool shit. Like if you are a pack hiker, right? You can still have a fusion program if you are a pack hiker, but -hmm. you know, for sure, you're not going to take dogs off leash until they do, you know, uh, like they get off leash reliability. Right. And usually what happens is you got to sign them up for a certain amount of lessons. Why not bridge all that into a longer term program? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there's, there's a lot more flexibility in a fusion program than a standard uh, let's, let's use private training, for example, because that's, that's what I do. Um, Mm -hmm. I have so much more flexibility with a, with a fusion program than I do with like an eight week or six week, uh, private lesson pro or package where they get six lessons in a row. Um, because I, you can only fit so much in those six in-person lessons. This allows me to teach so much more and also really go at the dog and the human's pace without feeling like, uh, pressured because you can only, you've only got so many days to fit this in. Um, I, I freaking love fusion programs. <laughs> well, you even said like, you know, going back to the whole conversation, that one lady that used none of your private time, but you said before, and we've heard this from other dog, dog to school's clients that the people that aren't basically on your business titty, like your dog trainer business titty, um, and that are like kind of quietly working in the background, get better results. Yeah. Yeah. They make me anxious, but they always surprise me because <laughs> really? I'm a, like, I'm a micromanager. I like to know everything at all times. <laughs> right. Right. Please communicate like with me. But they are still, even without the communication, they are still absolutely able to get the result. 
because you've built value. It's awesome. Built, yeah, you yes. build value in your coursework. You have a supportive community. You have cool shit that you also do with your clients. Like it's 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 there for them to learn and accelerate through versus okay, well, now it's, you know, week two of our last, oh my God, do you remember that time, Ashley? I'm going to shit on somebody for a second. We were doing a audit of programs and the person had 21 lessons in a program. And we're like, what are you doing with your life? And they're like, well, my clients just like to see me. They like to see me. I'm like, we're like, no, they don't. We're like, no, they don't. Anyway, so let's get your shit together as Ashley's typing in the background. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> I'm typing to you. My internet's going bad. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. We're going to wrap this up. So let's get our shit together. Okay. Let's start to think about ditching the traditional models. Yes. Ditching the models. Go back and listen mm-hmm. to other fusion program stuff. Um, I believe we might have some recordings of other fusion program stuff. Ditch the fucking models. Okay. 100%. And start getting into fusion programs. And then what we want to do with you, if you want more information on fusion programs, if you want us to break it down for you on Wednesday, May 24th at 5 PM, we're doing the get your shit together webinar. I've said it like a broken record a million times, but Ashley will be there. Maggie will be there. The creator of the fusion programs, and we can start building out your first fusion program together. I think it'd be super exciting. Yes. Yes. So the registration links below, and I hope you get your shit together when it comes to your, your dog training. And again, if you've been triggered by this, if we shit on your model, I am sorry. I want more for you, but I want you to get your shit together too. Mm-hmm. too. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, I've done it. It makes it feel so much better when you get your shit together. Yeah, it really does. Yes, it does. And what I'll do too, in this episode link, I will put the link to all of our fusion program stuff. So you guys can go stock that think you're doing a fusion program, but then come next Wednesday, May 24th to the, get your shit together and we can audit it and get you kind of on the right path. And we might even talk about pricing too. So, all right, Yay. cool. Ashley, thank you. I appreciate you're you welcome. for being here. Um, and then thank you everybody. And then on to the next episode of getting your fucking shit together when it comes to your dog business. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Mind Your Own Dog Business Podcast. Mind Your Own Dog Business is hosted by me, Kristen Lee, and produced by the unicorns over at the Dog Biz School team. For more information on how to get in touch with me, for more information on Dog Biz School, or to learn more on how we can help you with your dog business, feel free to visit our website at dogbizschool.com. Now, if you really enjoy this episode, do me a favor and leave a five-star review on Apple. The reason why? Because we want to disrupt more dog training businesses and how people do the business of dogs. Till next time. Bye.